Hi everyone, I'm Elizabeth and I was just on Just Finesse Present. Just, just Finesse, you're my Just Finesse. Hey, baby, what's the worst? If you don't ask the question, then it's not Just Finesse. So, white or yellow, Gary? Ah, uh, yellow, Gary. I said I like this. I said I like this. <laughs> yeah, you've got. But you have to walk up some stairs. Every class. Anywhere at number. Yes. They, it was a concert. Move. Yeah. We, I planned the concert. I literally. <laughs> you heard the most speed out. Literally. My dog is out in the air. My dog is out in the air. Give it a pound of the clock here. Yes, finesse presents. Baby, what's good? What's pop? It's your girl Jess, popularly known as Jess Finesse. And if you are tuning in for the first time, you are tuned in to the best Jess Finesse presents. Let me clap for myself. Let me clap for myself. Let me clap for myself. Because if you don't clap for yourself, who will clap for you? Who will clap for you? Um, so we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, let me cast myself. I was looking for 2K. I'm always looking for 2K. Maybe when they turn it to 4K, then I won't be skipping episodes chasing back up and down. But um, thank you for allowing me to take that baby break. We're back, back in the building, back in action. And I'm here with a very special guest. I told wow, God. Wow, see, special. See, wow. I told God. I wow. said, put me near beautiful women this year. And he has not failed me yet. I'm dying. I'm dying. That's such a massive compliment. Man. Thanks. When I saw you a couple of days ago. So I'm going I'm to introduce my special guest like real quick. But this is this is a guest that I have not met. So there's, it's broken into tiers, right? Or mm-hmm. in two groups. People that I've had like a personal experience with mm-hmm. while living and existing and working and hustling and grinding and crying and suffering in this Lagos. Damn. And then people that I meet them for the first time. Mm-hmm. So most of the time by proxy, maybe it's somebody from um, Acorn that knows them and it's like, hey, this person seems interesting. They should yeah. come on the podcast. Yeah. Or like, Ren, very few times has it been like, yo, I don't know where, I, nobody can vouch for this person, but this person shining my face. Well, you just like them. Yeah. <laughs> and every time, God has been so good. Every, every guest that, both guests that I've known before the podcast and then guests I meet on the podcast, all of y'all have been chef's kiss, like amazing Aww. people. So you got some heavy well, shoes to fill, but I, I I'm know. on the pressure tonight. No, baby, I feel like you, I love you already. I met you a couple <laughs> days ago and I was like, oh, this girl is so tiny and petite. I so know. Cute. Yes. I know. Everyone says My that. My exact opposite. <laughs> I feel like I can piggyback you and just carry you on my back. Literally, literally, I'm five foot two, guys. Wow, tiny. How does it feel? Mini. It feels great. It's amazing. It's a superpower. Really? Yeah. This I heard that because everyone who... likes to undermine you, and then Facts. boom, they're like, "Oh my god, who the hell is this girl?" Okay, so myself and my producer are quite on the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> Have you heard the six? You're six foot. <laughs> Six three, I think. Wow! Just brag, just brag, just brag. Let's clap for you. 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 A whole foot taller than me. Guys. Yeah, like literally. Have you heard? Have you heard of the stereotype that um short people are always angry? That was on my mind. Or did or them they vex us? <laughs> I can't even lie. I was like, how do I ask? Are you a vexer? I'm I'm not, but it takes a long time for me to get there. Okay. But once I do, there's no looking back. Okay. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel you. I try not to get to that point, but once I do, I'm done. I I I like you. I like you. I like you. It's the fruit the fruit of patience. Um, so people of the world, whether you're tuning in from Lagos, maybe from China, maybe from that Ukraine. I don't know if I, everything about Ukraine has dropped off the face of the earth from Nigeria. I don't I don't hear as much stuff. But if you're tuning in and you hear my voice, this week's guest is none other than 
talent manager extraordinaire. That's how that's how they that's how they told me. They they was guessing wow. what they was guessing wow. what they was guessing wow. what where did this come from? See, it came from See, if you, you have people that are calling your names in rooms and they're speaking highly of you. Just oh, know. damn. Just well, know. that's, I need to say thank you to them. No, for real. So Elizabeth is in the building with us. <laughs> thank you for having thank us. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's, this it's is such a massive pleasure. pleasure. It's my absolute it's, pleasure. I'm, I'm looking forward to the experience. It looks like it's going to be an experience. Yes, let's so. get it, baby. Okay, so this is how this podcast works. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so special people pull up. And we talk about different topics, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, relating to my special guest. Yeah. But then we do this over a very special meal. Oh, right? okay. Now, this meal is very special because it cuts across socioeconomic classes. Love whether, it. You, whether you've blown, whether you're trying to blow. I love it. Whether you you're rich, know. whether you're by sticking your neck. Mm-hmm. Anybody can drink, Gary. Facts, facts. Anybody. Facts. I'm not, I, don't, facts. I don't think I've seen one person... I mean, I, I definitely, you know... Unless you're, like, allergic, which I don't think a lot of people are. Have you are. ever heard of someone being allergic to Gary? No? If you're allergic okay, to Gary, maybe oh, not. Well, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe not, if, then. If you're allergic to Gary. But, okay, so we drink Gary. Mm-hmm. And then we have things to supplement the Gary. Just like if you were drinking it in your house. Like, yep. you know, you're chilling with your babes, you're chilling mm-hmm. with your guys, you're chilling at your house with mm-hmm. your friends. And, you know, just pull out a bowl of Gary. The same what way do you they, have? What do you have? Okay. So, standard necessary supplements. Milk. Okay. Sugar. That's not for me. Oop. I don't drink milk. Because you have, you have fun friends. I don't God. drink milk. I don't want to clap for you guys, but he doesn't, he doesn't, drink, he doesn't drink milk. Are you either. vegetarian? Yeah. Okay. Wait, is that why you don't drink I'm milk? I'm pescatarian. So, so you know, fish only. So, so no, you don't eat any dairy? No. None. By choice. Yeah. And what is the choice? Like, what, what what brought about the choice? Well, so, I was getting a lot of stomach pains. Okay. And then I went to the doctors and then they were like, okay, start, like, taking things out of your diet. And uh-huh. then I realized, like, when I took out meat, uh-huh. it got better. And then I started taking out chicken, pork, duck, everything. And then fish is just fine. I did go vegetarian for, like, six months. And then after... He was like, no, get back on the fish. Why did they tell you to get back on fish? Because I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, just eat fish. And then I was fine. Do you eat prawn? Yes, I love prawn. Okay, good, good, seafood. Good, good, good. I okay. love seafood. You're seafood, yeah. honey, so. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not fully scared. Okay. So milk <laughs> is out for you. We have sugar. Then we have what we call chocolate powder. Ooh, what? In Gary, what? Why? Yes. How? Yes. Ooh, who does Once that? upon a time, not long ago, I was doing this who, right, to survive what? in boarding school. That's a lot. It's not. It's a lot now in my big age, but wow, girl, in your early twenties, late teens, you you gotta survive. You, oh wow! You, you so you went do. to boarding school? I went to boarding school. I went to boarding school. Two years, Abia States. It was um wow. First year was hellfire. The second year, I got used to it, and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to become a prefect. So I can wicked all the people that wicked me. And then me. you got taken out. Yes, and oh, my parents said, go back to America, oh, go get a better God. education. Oh, that's so unfair. It's very unfair. Yeah, very unfair. I can imagine. Did you go to boarding school? No, never. I would never. I'm literally so, so like I would never. <laughs> I'm literally so yeah. terrified of like the stories that I hear from boarding school. My brothers went to boarding school, and they literally would try to come home every every weekend. Like okay. they would try to escape. So I, I got no. a, I got a question: Is it that your parents are like, "Hey, we want to send you to boarding school," and you were like, "No," 
Or your parents didn't even want you to send you to No, my parents didn't even want me to go because I was like, I was like the little baby, like the little butterfly in the house. So they were like, we're not going to take you to boarding school. Everyone else went to boarding school but me. Do you have sisters? Yeah. So your sisters went? So I'm from a really big family. Let's let's start. Let's go. Huge let's go. Family. Let's go. How many siblings? I have seventeen siblings. Sorry. Seventeen. Sorry. Seventeen. <laughs> Is it appropriate to ask same mother, same father? No. Okay. Same Ooh. same father, My different mom. Okay. But there's seventeen of us. My womb was shaking. Literally, that's a lot. It's a huge family. But we know each other. Like we still talk. Okay. We have a group chat and we're all in it. Really? The grandkids, great grandchildren, everyone. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be a wild question. Is your family rich? Uh, no. See, but when I ask Nigerians in no. Nigeria, is your family rich? Everybody wants to squeeze their mouth. Eh, we're no, okay. I don't think we're, we're, we're definitely okay. not. We're definitely not. I think we're just comfortable. A comfortable Nigerians. family. My dad was able to provide, so he just carried on. Okay. Okay. He carried on a long way. Like a lot. Literally wild. It's a lot. So zero family planning. Yeah, none, none. Do you feel like you can follow in your family in your father's footsteps? Hell to the no, no way. Like I'm having two children and that's it, baby. I love it. That's it. Two it. kids. Nah, it's it. too much. Too much work. Too much drama. Okay, so now you come from a big family. How many of y'all went to boarding school? How many did not? I can't actually remember how many went to boarding school, but okay. I know of three that went to boarding school when okay. I was young. Because okay. I'm I'm literally the youngest girl, I think. Yeah, I'm the youngest. So girl. what what is your position in this family? This sibling About of seventeen. Twelve. Twelve, eleven, yeah. There's a lot of us. Well, you know, it sounds wild. So hold on. Are you you know, a, a lot child? of people don't even know this. I'm like in between somewhere. I don't even know if I'm a middle child. Because you know how so for my mom, mm-hmm. I was like the last girl for a while. So I was my mom's last child okay. for a long time. And then okay. my mom had my little brother who's okay. like twelve years younger than With me. With your father. Yes. Okay. He's like 12 years younger than me. So for 12 years of my life, I thought I was going to be the last child. Right. So I was quite spoiled. And then when I turned 12, my mom was like, go away. <laughs> so you now have that one younger brother under you. Yeah. And then from my mom. From your mom. But from my dad, there's about four or three under me. And they're all boys. Yeah. I have a question. My head is mm-hmm. busting. Did you guys do family vacations and like how... So we always had Christmas together okay. when I was growing up. So okay. my dad would come from London and then everyone else would come as well. And then we were always together for Christmas for like three weeks. So that was like our family vacation. Just Christmas in Shagam, which is where I was born, where I grew up. Yeah. You're Auguste, honey. Literally. I had never lived in Lagos until I started coming back home myself. So I literally went from Shagam to London. <laughs> this girl's life is colorful already. Okay. Um, you didn't. Okay. Let's let, 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 let's come back a little bit. So you didn't go to boarding school, mm-hmm. right? No. Um, you were a day student. Mm-hmm. Now, did you go to one of them posh schools? No, no. Well, then you say you never lived in Lagos. So was your school even in Lagos? My school was in Shagam. Wow. So I went to a school which was founded by someone that was an ex-military officer. Okay. So he was very, very disciplined. Like, he was very tough. So I always say to people, like, he put, like, he literally instilled everything that I do now into mm-hmm. me, like, discipline and just timekeeping, organization. Like, wow. I still speak to him on WhatsApp. Stop. Yeah, we still talk. Um, and he's just amazing. Like, I just feel like he's like my hero. Like, he literally taught me everything. 
I don't want to say it's rare because that might be an exaggeration, but this yeah. is the first time in a long time I've heard where someone can have a positive review of like a authority, like a, a, an academic authoritative, a, yeah, figure, authoritative figure from Nigeria in in yeah. academia. Someone has a positive review on them. No, he's he's amazing. Like I always just every time I get to speak to him, like he just inspires me. Mm-hmm. Just. From like seeing him, you know, start the school and how he kind of took on. I'm sure there's other students that might have not been happy with right. how they right. were treated, but I was happy with it. Okay. Like he was harsh. He'll be like, you have assignments and you're going to do them. Like, like he doesn't play around, but I love that for some reason. Okay. And was the school a big school? It wasn't a big school. It was quite a small school. Okay. I would say it was a private school, so okay. it was quite small. Okay. So he paid attention to a lot of us. Okay. So you had like first hands, like, you know, if you don't get something right, you get beaten. I did get beaten when I was growing up. Was they, fl- was they, was they flogging you on the hand or the back of the feet or where? Everywhere. Oh my. Everywhere. I can I just Everywhere. had a certain pain in the bottom of my foot from a time when they flogged me on the back of my feet. Literally, I had like hair as well. There was a like I had I still have the marks actually. And despite this discipline, you don't hold it against. No, no, which is quite strange. But I just felt like he wasn't doing it because he just wanted to hit mm-hmm. you. It mm-hmm. was more so just a form of discipline, which right. I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But I can see why now. Okay, like it helped me. It might not have helped everyone, but it helped me. That's really cool. Does he still run the school too? He now? does. He still has a school. That's awesome. Yeah, but That's the school's awesome. a lot smaller now. Because obviously, I, I just, I don't know. I just felt like it was too much for him to handle mm-hmm. after a while. So he's kind of scaled he's down. downsized. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's, that, that's real. So now, since he wasn't having to suffer like the rest of us in boarding school and having to drink Gary every day and drink <laughs> and eat swallow and eat uh, flavorless rice. Oh, as a, as a, bad. as a, oh girl, it was horrible. Sounds bad. It was horrible. Sounds um, really bad. As a, as a, as a day student. What was your first exposure to Gary? Like, were you drinking it? Like, you know, with your brothers and sisters? Were you drinking it because there was no food mm-hmm. at home? Like, what, what What was your first exposure to? So I've Love always had a really weird relationship with food where I never know what to eat. So okay. Gary was like just the easiest thing it's to say I want. Food. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'll drink Gary. And also, because I grew up like having a lot of obsessed stomach. Mm-hmm. Gary was like the safest thing to eat really? most of the time. Yeah. Because okay. it's just cassava, right? Okay. Yep. yep. You like cassava and water. All right. wrong. No, I'm going to ask you an important question. This question can make or break our relationship. Because our relationship is, is going strong and it's going well right now. Ooh. Yellow or white? I'm going to go for yellow because you're wearing yellow. What's the deal with the yellow or white? I need to know. What is it? Kosi, do you want to explain? Because people always make it seem like I'm so biased. Like my, my yeah, taste buds are just what's, shot. What's special about yellow, Gary? Yellow, they say... Is the yellow the one they say that's healthier? They say it's good for your eyesight or something. Oh, well, I wear glasses, so... Girl, no. You know how they say carrots have, like, vitamin A and mm-hmm. it's good for your... I do not see how... I've been this thing for years. My eyesight is so trash. <laughs> and it's getting worse every year. So, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But, um, with yellow, they fry it with, um... Is it palm oil? They fry it with palm oil. Okay. Whites, they fry it, right? But just with a different oil. Just bland. What do you mean just dry, David? I thought, did they, they use like normal oil to fry it? What do they do to it? Interesting. Um, I don't know what they do with it, but it's not nasty. They don't do enough. <laughs> they don't do enough. The taste is gross. So I'm happy that you're 
I picked yellow. You're wearing yellow. Why not? Why not? And it's the the spirits that said I should wear yellow today. I didn't know what to wear. (laughs) So they said, you know what? Just be like the sun. The sun is shining. There was one nasty rain yesterday. It was really bad. I was scared. Like, it was huge. Rainy season has officially begun and I'm sad. But shout out to Roasted Corn. But that's besides the point. So we're going to drink yellow today. Got it. So you say you don't use milk. Do you at least use sugar? No. Just dry. Dry, guys. Just dry? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, just no, no, dry. No, no, no. Elizabeth, stop. Stop. Oh, Jesus. Stop. 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 <laughs> okay, stop. I'll have, I'll have a bit of sugar. No, no, no. You should actually... You, this will be a just a presents first. Yeah. If you, drink, if you eat it dry. But my, my question is, do you not put sugar because of that upsets your stomach no, too? I just feel like once you put sugar, you're changing the taste of the Gary. Like, the Gary, you need to feel the... The, this girl it has a twang. <laughs> yeah. Kong. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. Conk. Gary has a conk taste that you just ruin it when you add anything. So to compromising it. the flavor profile of the you Gary are. by adding it's myself. It's even to better mix. when you have it with fish, fried fish. So you eat dry Gary and fried yeah, fish. Yeah. Let's just go to Ghana then. <laughs> Maybe that's what they, that's that's what they they eat dry Gary in Ghana. I think. No, but you can add water. No, I don't mean it dry, but just Gary like, with water like, alone. Yeah. So no you, let, you let the thing soak. Will it be moist? Will it be It'll like be watery? moist. There'll be water in it. So Just you're water when, you, when you say dry, you're talking about without any additional. Yes. Not like literally dry. Like no, 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 on not it. dry. No. Because I was about to say you no, might be you're, you're just going to choke, girl. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, we have water, water but damn. <laughs> okay, so yellow Gary and water, mm-hmm. not even granuts. No. no, nothing. I feel. First I feel a type of way. Is this the first time yes. someone's actually said that? That's the, yeah. That people that oh, don't wow. have added anything to their guys. This would be the first time. Oh, wow. Well, I can have ice. <laughs> we'll give you, we, we call this ice Quilox ice. Because oh God, they're bringing so inside ice bucket. So and funny. if I had a club, I would, I would make the ice be like that. It looks nice. It's, it's, it gives aesthetic. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm going to feel the type of way. Like, I'm here pouring my milk, pouring my sugar, pouring my garna. And this girl's just water. I'll watch you enjoy it. Sprinkle yellow Gary and water. Yay. Sorry. I'll watch you enjoy yours. Oh, you know. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay, you do the honors. This is so cool. What? Okay. So, as you're sprinkling your... Creating your dry Gary, mm-hmm. let me pick up my first fan and read the first question. Ooh. You ready? I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> All right. The fan guys, the fan guys, they never fail me. Mm. All right. So, first question is... Your clientele consists of diverse talents, mm-hmm. such as presenters, musicians, authors, mm-hmm. etc. How does your approach in management differ for each type of client? I feel like um, with management, you really have to get to know the person. Um, it goes beyond just a brand. Like, it's a person. It's a human being Can as I well. do girl shots for you? Let me do girl shots for you. <laughs> yes. And this is why for me, like, I'm very careful as to who I work with now because mm-hmm. I need to be able to observe them mm-hmm. and know if we are going to gel. When I say gel, if our working relationship is going to be beneficial. So for me, it's like you have to get down to the person who they are, what makes them tick mm-hmm. and also what they want to do, like what their hopes and dreams are. And this is how you're able to identify like different ways of working with people. Some people need assistance. Mm-hmm. Like some people literally need to be told you have a meeting in an, in an hour. You need to be ready for it. Brush your teeth. Yes. And Tie some people shoe. don't need that. Some people feel like you're patronizing them when mm-hmm. you're doing that, mm-hmm. like micromanaging. Mm-hmm. So you just have to like get to know the person to figure out like how do they, um, like how do they work best? Right, right. Okay. And what makes them tick? Now, this sounds like 
like you're toasting somebody and like you're trying to get to know them. Basically, that's what it is. So you're like and a that's bunch why of it's always difficult when yeah. you break off a management relationship. I can imagine because it's, it's like it's you're literally that person's person constantly. Yeah. So now I have, I have a question. So now let's use the, let's use the toasting relationship um, analogy, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's different when you meet somebody for the first time and you're saying like, and you meet on a platonic level, yeah, and you guys are. Like the the relationship progresses into like a or like real organic friendship. Yeah, yeah. Versus when you meet somebody and the person says, "Hey, I think you're attractive and I want you," because Ooh. I feel like, or yeah, I want I want to I want to enter into something with you, yeah, right? Yeah. Because I feel like there's two different personas that you express. If if I knew you were just coming to me as like a friend, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's more opportunity to have an organic, like you get to really know the person versus yeah. if you come to somebody and you're like, this is what I want from you because mm-hmm. there's opportunity for you to now put on a mask and like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like if you're, if, if you're trying to manage someone, right. And they know that you're trying to manage them mm-hmm. or, or you're reaching out to the person saying, I want to manage you mm-hmm. and they're aware that you want to manage them. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't there room for them to be performative and act like their best self yeah, yeah, to yeah, you yeah, as a manager yeah, and then locking yeah, the deal, yeah, locking yeah. you in and then showing their, yeah, showing their real face. Yeah. To be honest, I've never actually had to approach anyone to manage them. Oh, everybody comes to you. <laughs> Not yeah. both of you. Raise your hands. Go shop for her. Go shop for no, her. Go shop for her. It's just that either someone that knows me and knows them has just been like, you know what? I feel like Liz would be great to work with you or you mm-hmm. would be great mm-hmm. to be with Liz. Like, I've never had to like go to someone and be like, I want to work with you. Okay. It's just happened by like mutual respect for each other or other people just recommending and also, I feel like if you're going to manage someone, you need to observe them. You so are you, are you telling them, hey, I'm observing you? Or no, you just, you just do it. Just... Like, you speak to other people, you get a feel for who they are, who okay. they've worked with, what they've done. Like, you always have to do due diligence so, to make sure. Liz, how long, how long is your vetting process or your due diligence process? Like, three weeks, three Maybe months? Maybe a month. Maybe a month. So after a month, if you see their brain touch, you're like, no, it's not for me. Yeah. But also, you always know, like, you, you like, Again, in this industry, people's perception of you carries a lot of weight. That's so if true. I'm asking someone, what do you think of this person? And they're like, mm, I'm not sure they're for you. Mm, don't go there. Then I'm going to have my eyes open. Like, really? what is it that's making that person say, don't go there? And you trust people's opinion of you. What happens if it's someone who just is bad belly that's telling you, oh, don't work with that person because they're bad. They're a bad person. And meanwhile, it's just because maybe three years ago, the person did them dirty. Yeah. Or yeah, something. How, yeah. Do you, how can you differentiate? I feel like then you have to speak to more than one person. Okay. Like okay. you have That's to speak true. to more than one person That's because true. yeah, you can't have some people that will have personal vendettas against someone else. Right. So you do have to speak to more than one person, but also you can also see like as a manager, you know, the values that you hold and you know, like the sort of people that you want to associate with. Mm-hmm. So if you can see a client that needs you, that's like, oh, come and manage me. But you're like, you're watching them from afar. And you don't like how they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, not to go there. Okay. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So is it easier if the, is it easier if the person has had managers in the past, or if it, if they're a like fresh if someone talent. came to you fresh out, I'm really talented. I need a manager, manage me. Yeah, I feel like with that one, you just need to do a trial period, just see what it's like, how they work, like hard work, and just being diligent is very important. Like okay. you can't be wasting your energy as a manager and the other person's not. Baby, where were you work. to advise me a couple years ago? <laughs> So for me, it's like you need to either do a trial, even with like someone that's introduced you to someone, you still have to do a trial period just to make sure that you actually work well together. Do you, do you sign agreements during your, for your trial periods? Yes, you should. 
where was this girl to tell yeah. me all this when I was you should was, you should even like, with, like I know people that head. are managing people and they don't have agreements with in them. Nigeria we don't like contract though contract how what's that because yeah but why do you why why do you want a contract okay so as much as i'm guilty of this because Mm i i I wasn't i wasn't raised in this country yeah i'm raised in a country where contract is very is very important yeah not saying that you know another develop in developing uh, in developed countries they're they're moving they're not moving professionally flexible right so you come here and then, you know, you're talking about kind of people are just laughing at you like, what? Mm-hmm. Who's going to court mm-hmm. for any music related matter? Like yeah. how many times do you even see court cases of, of musicians go to court and then yeah. we actually see the whole thing? Few, very, very few. Yeah. Um, and we can name. Do, do you know of any example of a court music related court case that went to court? I mean, there was won? just this conversation about uh, Sam Clef and Wizkid just recently. And I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he. It it didn't go to court. Okay. I think it was just last week. But I don't think they had a contract. I don't know. But his name's not um, down for some sort of publishing or royalties or something. And he obviously produced the record. Right. So if you had a contract, that would have protected you. And these days, also, we have to realize, like, the music industry is beyond Nigeria now. Facts. Like, Facts. if you have a contract with someone. And they don't want to pull through in Nigeria. You can chase them internationally, get their songs taken down of DSPs. I feel like there's still a very large percentage of us in the music industry. Maybe mm-hmm. those of us have not blown no. Who <laughs> we're still doing contract is long. Contract is long. Contract here go, babes. Contract is too long. Contract is long. I beg, I beg. Let's just sign split sheet and that that's it. Thinking that yeah. the split sheet is enough to like. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Swishies are, are enough anymore, like, without signing. I didn't signing. even think a lot of people sign that. Girl. Yeah. Um, there's producers in this, in this, in this, in this room like this. Do you, when, when's the last Swishie that you signed? Like, two months ago. When's the last work that you did? That was like two months ago. Okay, okay, okay. so you're covered. David, what, what, what's the last Swishie that you signed? And when's the last time you made music? Okay, and that music that you're making <laughs> today, is it covered by Swishies? Okay. Are they trying to switch it in that camp? Okay. Okay, that's okay, good. Okay, so my people, people in that's my studio, we, we're sensible, we're mm-hmm. sensible, we're sensible. They're not stealing from us. They're not stealing from us. <laughs> nah, Amen. Nah, that's good. Amen. Okay. But, but the thing is, so I know a couple people who start out with, their managers start out as their friends in their circle and then over time progresses into an actual yeah. business relationship. But in that starting stage as friends, there's no paperwork. Yeah, it's like the business grows a bit too fast for them. Like, they start doing things without actually having paperwork. I get it. In an ideal situation, I don't think I'd want my manager to start off as my friend. I think I prefer when someone doesn't know you as a friend Mm -hmm. before they, before they become your manager. And that comes from past experience because what I've seen is that friendship would now bleed into business. Mm -hmm. People will start disrespect just starts un- unintentionally starts happening um you know people start getting lax and certain yeah, stuff because yeah, i'm not my guy not yeah. my guy please don't know me please i don't want to know yeah you yeah i feel like energy. a degree of friendship is fair but mm-hmm. you need to have a balance and it doesn't always work with everyone like right. the balance isn't always there so how do you set how do you set boundaries as a talent manager with your talent um it's important that you have your own life okay <laughs> Like, you need to have your own life. You need to have things that you do outside of your talent. Mm-hmm. I always say to people, um, or oh, I said it on Twitter, like, a while ago, where I was like, 
like your purpose is outside of the people that you manage. Mm. When you start to attach yourself, <laughs> like once you start attaching your purpose to a talent, you can't like break away from it. It just becomes you mm-hmm. and you just embody everything that is that talent and then you don't have your own identity. Mm. And I've been there. I've been in that space where I've just been so tunnel vision into, I need to do this. This is my talent. I'm going to make this person as big as they need to be and just forget about yourself. But the minute you start doing that, that's it. You're in a trap. It's a trap. Imagine me now thinking that a trait to brag about is, oh, I'm the type of person I can put my own dreams to the side to help someone no, else. I'll be no. saying that with my mouth, with my chest outside, thinking that, oh, that means I'm, I'm, that means I'm a hard worker. Yeah, as that a means talent I'm as well, you should be worried if someone wants to put their own dreams aside for you because... You don't even know the motive behind well, why yeah, they're doing that. Yeah, and what makes that person who they are? Like, before they started managing you, they had something about them. Facts. And once you start managing someone and you lose that thing, you kind of lose everything. Because then what do you, like, there's nothing there. I remember when I tried to manage an artist and, like, I had that, you know, belief of, oh, I'm putting my own dreams, my own goals to the side to help elevate this person, thinking that, oh, that's my purpose in life. That, oh, if I just make myself lowly. Like, just carrying the the concept of um, Christian humility and just really, like, beating it down to the ground. Like, I am so lowly. I'm going to help this person up and I'm going to put my own life... When the person decided to toss me like dustbin, mm-hmm. oh, my life, I felt like my yeah. life crumbled in like one million pieces in my yeah. first. I was and also depressed. like, I always, I'm just always like, I've been in a place where obviously I've had to learn for myself as well. Like when you're diverse in your thinking, mm-hmm. you actually bring more to the table. But when you're constantly just like me, myself and this talent, like all the time, it's just about, you Trust. start to lose focus. You Trust. start to lose inspiration. Your creativity is like, going down the drain because mm-hmm. you have nothing else outside of that talent 100%. that's feeding you that inspiration that you need to go forward you just become still I, I, I actually see that yeah like crystal clear as you're saying this now so there's two questions I want to ask you one what was the first type of talent you started managing oh the first type of talent I started managing I was 21 fresh out of um university wow and the person that actually introduced me to them i was 18 when i met them okay and then i was interning for that person because that person had a pr company and then i met this talent in between and then i started managing the talent from 21 it was a dj so i was just fresh out of school can we from say the into, dj's name uh i guess <laughs> let me know if i have to do my gunshots oh uh, here we go so you want me to say her yes. name? Yes. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, I was straight. I was um, I was twenty one, fresh out of school, and we met in between um when I was in school, and then we just started working. Like together. y'all went to the same school? No, someone just introduced us. Who introduced? Who's this middleman? Who's this Destiny Hopper? This person. I was eighteen. I was working at a coffee shop. Okay. At my uni, and he was, like you were a barista. Yeah, literally. I was, was like, like the coffee girl. Baby yeah, yeah. And every day he would come past because it was it was at a train station. Uh-huh. It was this tiny little kiosk at the train station, and I would always have a book that I was reading every day. Uh-huh. And this guy would come past me at the kiosk, and then one day he was like, "Why are you always reading a book? You don't look like you want to be here." Uh-uh. And I was like, "No, I don't want to be here because I'm studying. Like this is what I care about." It was like, "What would you want to do?" And I was like. I want to go into brand management. I want to go into marketing. Da, 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 da. And he goes, well, 
whenever you read a book, just send me an email. He gave me his card and let me know what you're reading. So I would always just send him an email, just what I'm reading. And then he asked me to come to his office in London. This was outside of London. Mm-hmm. Went to his office and he wasn't even in the office. So he had set me up for an interview with his business manager, mm-hmm. with his business partner. So I had an interview and she hired me as an intern. And that's how it just kind of started. So I would intern every summer. And then randomly one summer we had an event and he invited her a copy mm-hmm. and then introduced us. And Sorry, this man is Nigerian? No, he's Jamaican. But he's Nigerian in his, in his head. head. <laughs> okay. Honorary Nigerian, if you give out a passport. He's so, literally always in Nigeria. Like, he's always here. This man just took a random interest in you. Very random. No career motive. Nope. No. Uh, you're going to become my indentured servant and be intern for 10 years. Like, Mm-mm. this man was just like, Saul. No, and I, I'm still in touch with him. Yeah. That's what I call a destiny. Yeah, worker. still in God, touch with him. Let them locate me the way they locate me. <laughs> Please. I feel like I've never really had, like, a conventional opportunity or a conventional, like, path. Mm-hmm. I've just always, just, I don't know, things have just always happened. I've just always been in the right place at the right time, meet the right people. And I feel privileged, of course, but yeah. That is an amazing, like, story of just how you're... That's, so that's basically yeah, how you started. that's basically how I got into this industry. This is going to be real random. What was the train station you were working at? Half a share was in Hatfield. Hatfield train station. I know that train station. Was it on the underground or the overground? No, it was um, overground. 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 Oh, yeah. That train is freaking depressing, bro. Anyway, that's the <laughs> point. The, la- the last one I wanted to ask you is, okay, even though talent management encompasses all different types of talents. Do you feel like there are slight differences between how you how you manage an artist and how you manage an author? Even though these are very individual people who need customized management, like you said, one person's needs yeah. is very different from the next. Yeah. Do you think there are general differences between if I'm managing an artist, it's going to be different than when I'm managing a presenter. When I'm managing a presenter, it's going to be different than when I'm managing this type of talent. Yeah. I think... From experience, artists are like 360 management Mm -hmm. type talents. Like they need, you need to be kind of involved in everything that they do 360. Whereas with someone as like a presenter, for example, it's, it's completely different. You know, they just need to do their job, Mm -hmm. present, get them the opportunities that they need. Mm -hmm. If they are trying to build themselves as a brand, like a 360 brand where they have merchandise and businesses and, you know, influencer work, creators, and then it's slightly different. But if someone's just a presenter and mm-hmm. they just want to come present and leave, it's completely different. And more of your clients based in Nigeria or abroad? I have two, actually just two, two clients in Nigeria and okay. everyone else is abroad. How many other just, clients do you have? I have, uh, I have seven clients. <laughs> I have seven clients. Do you have staff? I do. Good. Okay, that's all I do. I do. I have to. It's a lot. Mumu, like me, we're scared of hiring staff. I'll try to do all that stuff by myself. No, 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 no. I learned from like, yeah, I learned from experience. You need to have people that can help. Makes sense. I all, and this is why I'm going to kind of go into something else. This is why for me, I've always said I don't want to just be a manager. I want to be a manager that helps other people become managers, right? Because mm. what's the point in you knowing how to do something right. and you can't right. share that with the other people? Right. 
So this is also one of the reasons why me and Godwin Tom, we get along really well, right? Oh, look at you. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, because Godwin is like, you know, he has MBA. When yeah. he started, he spoke to me about it and I was like, yo, I need to be a part of this. Because for me, it was like, I understand where he's coming from, where he wants to help mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. become Godwin Toms and even greater than Godwin Toms. And I felt the same way. So we kind of just started talking and then he would like, you know, what do you think of this? Right. I would advise. And right. when he started MBA, Music Business Academy Academy. for Africa, mm-hmm. um, in 2020, I was just kind of like advising him on the cover. And in 2021, he was like, yo, come on the board. I'm setting up a board. I was like, uh... Sorry. (laughs) I was like, uh, you do know I'm only like, what, 28? He was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was like the youngest person. It does not matter. And then it went really well last year. He had about 200 students. I I heard it was really successful. It was really amazing. And then this year, he was like, you have to come on board properly. So he was like, can you be the program director? So I was like, yo, that is amazing yeah so for me it's like I, I always say to him like I feel like I was your first student because I really learned from him right. he didn't realize but I would always ask him for help ask him for advice what do you think of this and I felt like I was learning from him and now it's it, I feel like I'm in such a an amazing place where I'm able to teach other people as well so I love, I, yeah, I love Godwin. He knows I love him. You know, so funny, very small, tiny story. I've, I don't feel like I've said on this part. If I have, who, who cares? I'm saying it again. Um, 2016, mm-hmm. when my dream of artist management came about, I sent him an email. And granted, I, I think I was slight. the tone of the last sentence was slightly aggressive. Um, oh. Because, okay, so at the time, right, mm-hmm. I would ask people for like help or guidance and everybody would just shut me out. Yeah. Like, this Yankee baby I can saying, imagine. You, what, mm-hmm. Which type of management you're just trying to do. You're probably not even serious. Just always beating me Damn. down about it. So I, I don't know. I went and searched for this man's email. I don't even know how I even was Found exposed him. to him. I don't yeah. know if someone told me about him or something. One on one website. I don't know if he had a blog or something or website he did. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Went and was searching that whole damn website looking for this damn email. Then I sent this email, like, how many was Jess? Um, I just moved to Nigeria and I'm really interested in artist management and I'm willing to, if, if, if we would, you know, if you'd find it appropriate, I would love mm-hmm. to shadow you and da, 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 and please don't air me like how everyone else. I, there's something I said Ooh. in the end. That shower was just very spicy. I love that. That was just like, bro, I'm tired of everybody telling me no. Yeah. Like I'm tired of having to ask men and yes. men not answering yes. me. Do you, do you barely are seeing any, you know, women any that are women, in the forefront, yeah, like how yeah, they are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. He never responded. But I mean, it's cool to find out that, you know, he's actually here empowering women. Yeah, and, you no, know, he is. Like, love he's is so big on like just, just getting women in the industry and for women to just, you know, awesome. shine. Yeah, that's he's awesome. amazing. Godwin, if you ever, you know, hear this podcast, <laughs> um, I hope, I don't know if you read the email or not, Shao, but I was just a very, I was just a very determined day. <laughs> okay. I was just trying to get my hands dirty, he's trying to get the feel. Gonna hear this. And, definitely and I emailed you. He didn't respond, but life has done a complete 180 for me because I'm in a different space than, than I was back then. Yeah. But it's really cool that, you know, you have positive things to say about him. No, I do. I do. He's amazing. And he knows, he knows that, you know, I really respect him and I think he's dope. 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 Yeah. Dope. Dope. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, my babe, how do we pick up the first fan you see in front Ooh, of you? Okay. Here we go. Ooh, let me try. Okay. Do you want me to read it out? Yes, please. Oh, I like this. Congratulations on your master's in African studies. Um, why was it important for you to further your education when you've accomplished a lot in your career? First of all, Kosi, I'm going to clap for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're a great question. Great question. Secondly, 
gonna give you horns because congratulations, you, congratulations. You, so much for getting going back to school. Look how you just went back to school. You just my African it was, studies. It was it was a massive decision. It was a massive Tell me decision. About it. What was going through your head? I was like, you know, I was in a comfortable career. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to like stop for mm-hmm. anything. Facts. But I had wanted to do a master's. So when I actually did my undergraduate, I always said to people, I'm only doing my undergraduate because I want to do a master's. Really? So that's the only reason why I did so an undergraduate. So you knew what you wanted to do? I knew I was going to do a master's. Undergrad. Yep. Okay. And I okay. knew it had to have something to do with Africa. So for me, it was like, I went through the undergrad and then on the day of my graduation, I refused to take pictures because I was like, I'm going to get it when I do my master's. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's not this your headmaster that is still that one of you that... <laughs> You can't celebrate until you get to your highest Probably. achievement. <laughs> Probably, but I didn't take any pictures. I didn't. I don't have any official graduation pictures because I refuse. So you, to. You about to have some now, right? Yeah, I Thank will. God. Literally Please in the no. next three, see, four months. See cap. Make no, sure you I have to. Cap. This one, I'm having a massive party. Maybe just for this. If it's gonna be a Lagos, it might be. It might be. It might be. It probably won't be because oh, I God. feel like Lagos parties. You can't control them, so. Girl, you can't. It's just wild. Actually, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? No, wild. have it outside. Have it outside. Yeah, outside. I think so. Don't go and go broke trying to give us rice. Literally. Just because we're trying to celebrate So you. in 2016, this is a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. I've never told anyone publicly. I love it. <laughs> in 2016, I was like, you know what? I really want to do this master's. I don't know what was going through my head. Um, I graduated in 2013 or okay. 2014. And then I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give myself two years. Um, and then in 2015, we went on, on a tour of Africa. And then for me, it was like, yo, I really need to do this master's. We? So, Copy, who I was managing uh-huh. at the time, and a whole group of us went on a tour of Africa. And it was Copy Takes Africa. Okay, okay, I think so I then in that. 2016, I was like, you know what, I have to do this master's. So, there's an artist or a musician that I really love. I don't know if anyone knows Beautiful Nubia. Yeah, no. Yes. Who's that? He goes, oh, I yeah. in my room. No? No, no one? He's an wow, old, like, he's dope. And what he talks about, like, just Africa and just empowering our people and just, you know, just freedom mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally the underlying message in his music. And in 2016, I got in touch with him on Facebook. <laughs> Wrote him a whole letter to tell him why he, he has inspired me to do African studies. And he responded. What do you say? He just said that he wished me the best oh, and that I should keep gosh. him updated. And he knows that, you know, just from the way I wrote the letter that I was really passionate and he knows I'll be successful. I was just crying here now. <laughs> so that happened in 2016. And then the dream kind of just died because I soaked myself into work. Mm-hmm. And then in 2020, when the pandemic started, the whole I just started starts. thinking again. I was like, you know what? This is my year. I have to do this master's. Right. I have to. So I applied in October, like mm-hmm. 2nd of October, I sent in my application. Like October 2020. Came to Nigeria, yes. And then MSARS was happening. So I was like, yo, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to. So for me, it was like, I had to just take a break and just go and just, you know, delve into this master's. And so just... you debrief your clients like, hey guys, I love y'all. Yeah. But I gotta, yeah. I gotta yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah. And they were all supportive. Literally, literally. Well, like, I love I who to. don't get good clientele. So actually, I had to actually stop working. So I stopped working from like January 2021. So did you, did you help them find new managers or you're just like... Well, I didn't help to find new managers because mm-hmm. sometimes some people don't really want you to do that. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to do it themselves. Okay, okay, true. So I didn't, but obviously I had to leave. But I didn't just leave because of my master's. I also left because for me, I needed to just put myself in a frame of mind where I was completely open right. to just 
a new um, reality, if you know what I mean. So I had to just kind of stop. So I stopped. I took a three months break. I traveled. I went to Senegal, came to Nigeria for a while. I think I traveled for like two months, just around like African countries. And I was like, yo, I'm ready. So went back um, and started my master's. At the same time, I started my agency as well. Um, yeah. How Although I was like, I, I thought I wasn't going to do anything for like two years, mm-hmm. but I just kept having people like come to me and be like, can you manage me? Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, and then for me, it was like, you know what? Why not just do everything together and also manage Africans whilst I'm doing African studies? Like it made sense. So do you feel like your degree has elevated your work? Absolutely. Love it. Like, I feel like I speak from a place of just being well informed, <laughs> not just about the people but about the culture and what makes people who they are and also like what's actually holding a lot of us back it's not it's not that we don't want to do the work or we don't want to blow it's just that there's systems and you know procedures and practices in place that will forever keep us in a certain place if we don't learn about these things sometimes we won't be able to break away from them it's, so. give, it's giving it's giving teacher <laughs> it's giving you're gonna ret- you might retire and i can Ooh. see you definitely teaching and having a resi- um, residency um is, is it a residency when the teacher when you when you're teaching at a, like a college lecturers? like no a tenor a tenured yeah, position at a university okay. because baby i definitely want to be a professor people need to, people need to hear what you just said i definitely said. want to be a professor because there'll be people <laughs> here being so insensitive talking about some oh with you know if someone is suffering if someone is not where they need to be is their fault and i'm like no Whoa, it's it, not. a lot of times it's, it's not really not yeah their faults but you it's can't really have this conversation not. with people that don't want to think that deeply yeah like that nuance i was saying to someone the other day like we're all sitting here arguing about burner boy winning the grammy or whiskey winning the grammy or uh, Angelique Joe, who deserves it more. The fact is, why are all of those artists in the same category? They don't make the same type of music. Thank you. So once you start realizing, like, it's not our fault, there's nothing you can do about being in the same category. Mm. Like, it's you just can't. Like, Whiskers shouldn't be in the same category as Angelique Joe. Big facts. Burner Boy shouldn't be, because they don't make the same type of music. Right? But because we're Africans, it put everyone in the same box. You're African, and that's it. So I don't know if this is a weird question, but when you when you know a fact like this, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still allow for Nigerians to celebrate when we do in the, in those categories, even though technically it's like, yeah, it's a win because it's an objective win, but yeah. it's really a true win. Like, is it really a win that enc- encompasses and really allows you to highlight everything that your body of work is about when it's just all groups in one place? Say, so, hey, you won the world album. So, yeah. do you? Not do you allow Nigerians, like Africans, to celebrate? Yeah. I don't think that's the question. Yeah. It's kind of like, do you personally, I guess, relish in those wins? So the, I. Why you still know yeah. the realities of what's going on? I personally try as much as possible to speak about the other side, which is it's great that we've won, mm-hmm. but we could have been doing this as well. Right. We could have been able, we could have had this, we could have won this category as well. It's great that we've won that, but let's look at the bigger picture. How can we make sure that in the next 10 years, we're still not being put in the same category? What can we do? Mm. And this is why, again, things like Music Business Academy, educating people on the opportunities that are there for Africans, but right. also like what you can claim and how you can claim them. And if you're not well informed, you're just going to get what you're given. Yeah. Class. <laughs> I can cry here, but I won't cry. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the next fan. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
sometimes mm-hmm. music ends up being bigger than the artist who created it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think this happens? Mm. And how do you think it can be avoided? Right. Um, I'm going to use two examples where you mm-hmm. see someone like CK. Okay. Um, obviously, he has this massive record, Love Wanty, which is huge, right? I've never seen the song. I don't even know if I've seen that. The video. No, 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 not the video. I'm trying to think, when has a song been that huge? Yeah. Even in the West? I don't know if that's a wild yeah. question to say. Like, I that song was as comparable literally. as, like, a big global yeah, phenomenon yeah. song. Yeah, I think the, the, West. the most streamed artist in the world. Literally, in the world. I think the only song that probably came close to, like, Afrobeats, mm-hmm. which kind of organically came up was like uh, the band um, Oliver Twist mm-hmm. okay. it was okay. huge internationally but CK's record Has is like on a different level completely fact. and when you look at an artist like that that really is quite new to the mainstream um, music industry mm-hmm. and you look at his record and how massive his record is mm-hmm. you just can't help it sometimes sometimes the music is just so infectious that it spreads quicker than the artist okay. so now they have a task of really matching what the music has done and really following them in the music's footsteps mm-hmm. and really capitalizing off of that attention to get him out there so i know he's in the states mm-hmm. he's performing so sometimes you can't help it and then sometimes you have artists like burner boy that their messaging is a lot bigger than they are like his messaging is just insane right his mm. messaging is a messaging that's going to leave a legacy yeah. and it's probably going to outgrow Burner Boy. When I want, you think to, I want about to give it. you gunshot, but then there's too many gunshots that I'm giving <laughs> in this podcast. So yeah. like, like a, yeah, like a Burner Boy, like he's speaking on behalf of like us Africans. He's speaking on behalf of the young ones and just kind of like opening up people's eyes to certain things. But he's also doing it in a way where there's a bit of a balance where he can still do other things. You really eat, yeah. Oh, you want to say something? Okay. Um, okay. I don't. I'm not, I'm not using. I'm not singling out Burner Boy with this question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like artists? How do I say the question? I want to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So nobody, no outsider should come and like start beating me because <laughs> I hope I frame this question not in a way that like I'm not. I'm not coming in from like uh, an offensive standpoint. Yeah. Or no harm. Right? So do you, Burner Boy chose to carry that baton, right, mm-hmm. of social activism. No, we didn't, nobody chose it. Yeah. He chose it on himself. Mm-hmm. He carried the cloak of, the cloak of armor. Yeah. Of, of being the artist of our, our new, our new fella, our new fella Kuti. Mm-hmm. Right? When fella Kuti has children in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, when you have an example where you just said, Burner Boy's message is actually bigger than him. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you feel like when you see artists? Because I've seen, I've, I've, I've been, I've been exposed to artists who also think that, oh, I want to put all this deep message in my music. I want to put all this, yeah. deep, and I'll be telling them like, bro, you cannot carry that. You cannot carry this yeah, thing. Like yeah. your brain cannot carry yeah. this deep message you're trying to portray mm-hmm. here. You think it's fun and games because oh, you see Burner Boy doing that. He's being successful. Yeah. If you happen to bring yourself as the voice of tomorrow, and then you happen to make one mistake, and yeah, you're not, yeah. you're no more aligned. It doesn't look like you're aligned with that messaging. Mm-hmm. You're you're on your own, right? Yeah. So, do you feel like artists should be more careful when they're choosing the brands that they want to place on themselves? Because wanting to be a social activist is, and especially yeah. if you are not always that, mm-hmm. that's you placing this brand on yourself. You wanted to be like I don't know the sex 
the sex yeah, symbol you. yeah, of yeah, the yeah. new gen. You're putting that. You're, you're, and you're, then you you're start complaining. This, you start complaining when you know. I don't. When I say this, I'm not saying that people should not be open with their sexuality. I'm yeah. saying that you you now feel the heat when people mm-hmm. are consistently objectifying you or reducing you to just that. Mm-hmm. So when artists are choosing the brand personas that they want to carry onto themselves, yeah. How? Maybe I should ask, like, what's the process? Like, what 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 advice do you give to artists who are like, I'm here yeah. in the planning stages, yeah, trying to you know become rebrand or become this new thing or, or carry this brand. What, yeah. what advice would you give people? I think for me, with anything that you choose to do, you need to make sure it's authentic. Like, if it's not really it's you, good. don't do it. We live in such... This industry is not authentic, though. I know, but there's a lot of people that are. And a lot of people that are authentic but are scared to show that side of them. I see many people where you have the privilege of seeing these artists, the human side of them, mm-hmm. and you're like, Yo, you're actually a really dope person. Yeah. But if you just see them from an industry flashy stuff like this person is boring or this yeah, person is very yeah. this so like you say being authentic is easier said than done I know but also I feel like just from what you've just said we also need to be really really um, lenient on people like no one's perfect so if you embody something and you fail or you falter you should be given the grace to like Maybe pick go, yourself go, back go up. Go tell that to Instablog. <laughs> go, go tell that to Yeah, but then that's the thing. Instablog is a part of it because when, when they're saying something positive about you, you like it. So when they say something negative, it's all part of the game, right? There's nothing you can do about things like Instablog. You just have to just do you, pass it. So do you think you can see an artist that says, hey, I want to be the voice of the people in my music? And you can tell them, no, I don't think you should take that heavy, that heavy baton. Like, be light, like you know, just sing about. Not saying you should sing about topics that are that mm. are not. Um, not saying they should only sing about superficial things. Mm-hmm. But like, if you decide that you want to take on something heavy, whether yeah. it's activism or in a rather political or social yeah, or anything yeah. like that, can you see yourself telling an artist, "Don't do that"? No, you may not be able to. I think the worst thing you can do to anyone is to kill their creativity or their form of expression. Like, if you have something in you and you want to express it, by all means, go ahead. Like, it's just like from my perspective, even just from me being a young Nigerian girl and saying, I want to do this. Like, I had people say, what are you doing? Like, like you're disturbing yourself. You're a woman. You need to get married, have kids and just shut up. And for me, it was like, no, I want to do this. And now it's like, what's giving you the, the liver to be able to say you want to talk about the creative industry? You want to talk about development? Because I want to do it and because I can. Mm. So why not? So if you want to do it, by all means, go ahead and do it. You try it. If you don't like it, you give it up. So you never be the type to tell someone, you can't sing, stop singing. No. Because you you can learn, you can get training, you can get vocal training. You can try, like you can make your voice sound better than it is. You might not be the best singer. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you really want to do something, you can put in the work mm-hmm. to be able to at least, you know, buffer it up where it's palatable. Mm-hmm. Like people can listen to it and hear it. So I don't think you should ever tell someone like you can't express yourself in that way. You might say to them, if you want to express yourself in that way, just know what consequences will come with it. Right. It's always important to give people the pros and the cons to everything. And if you choose what you choose, that's up to you. So I'm going to ask one question. Kosi, I'm going to ask you. Would you, if someone sucked at singing, would you tell them? If someone sucked, can people feel, feel the air quotes I'm quoting them? I'm not saying, I'm saying hypothetically speaking, if someone was not the strongest singer, would you tell them, maybe this is not the route for you? 
I would tell them two things. Okay. Mm, I would tell them, the first thing is, personally, I don't think this might be the route for you, but you can prove me wrong and keep working at it. But then you see, that's what I don't like. It's not about proving you wrong. Because the person, well, not me, but prove, prove, you know, people wrong. See, I'm, I'm different. I'm like, prove yourself wrong. Like, fine. For you to even ask for my opinion, whether or not you, I think you, that means you're doubting yourself. So if you're doubting yourself, then you need to prove yourself wrong before you can even ask me what I think. Like, if you need to get help, go and get help. If you need to figure out what producers to work with that can help you sound better, go and get the help. But by all means, if you have to ask someone else, it means you're not sure. That's a very, that's a very, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reflecting my own life. So I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever been the type to to tell someone, and I, and I don't, I don't believe, but it's how yeah. you say you don't, you didn't do something. Someone got to find tweets from 10 they years just ago. Send so it to you. I hope I didn't tweet it or, or, or post it, but I cannot remember in any recent memory of me telling someone like, you should stop doing music because you're not good at it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm also someone that believes that like, all, anything can be learned. Yeah. Yes, there's some people who they come out of their mother's womb and yeah. they're singing machines. Yeah. And then there's some people that have to like take extra steps to yeah. get, you know, yeah. become excellent, right? Yeah. But it's only until I move to this country. Only until I move, <laughs> only until I move to this Lego. So I'm just like, maybe you should explore other, other stuff. things. And yeah. this is why I say this, right? So my exposure to the industry has shown how music mm-hmm. to me for many people is a poverty alleviation scheme. yes they are trying to make money yes so if you know your goal to, the reason why you're the reason why you're doing music is to make money mm-hmm. there are objectively other opportunities to make money mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because you will see some people I'm not the one that can say who's you hear two singers this one is yeah. singing with passion this one yeah. is singing I don't know I'm not I'm not the one to yeah, 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 tell yeah. you I can hear this one from the depths yeah. of your soul yeah. you're really good no yeah. there's people that will tell you, oh, they, they sang in the church, they sang since they were six, and it was their dream, and then there's some people that say, yeah, I just picked up a guitar and started and playing. I just, yeah. So my thing is, maybe if I hear your music, and I personally don't like it, right? That's one thing. But if I talk to you, and you humanize yourself to me, and I find mm-hmm. out, like, the reasons behind why you're doing music. Money. Then, yeah. and only then, I feel like I'd be comfortable to say, maybe you should ex- explore other things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I don't think, I think you're way more, you're better than me because you're just like, well, I'm not, I'm not here to critique anything. Like if that's what you say you want to do, you go for it because I believe anyone should just go for what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that's like, bro, this life, head, they happen too much. Man, if, yeah. you're, if you're saying that you're just doing, if you're saying you just need to make money, what are some other talents and what are some other hobbies you that you have, yeah. that you have? Like you have to be really relentless to be in this industry. It bro. doesn't come easy. Bro. It's a lot of work. So yeah, if that's what you and it's true, like a lot of people come into the industry to alleviate Maybe themselves I'm just from poverty. Yeah. I'm just trying to have beautiful women and money yeah, and cars yeah, around me. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But also, you realize that those kind of people fall off very quickly. Like they do they really? They do. They just yeah, can't keep yeah. it up. They can't keep it up. You can try for a few years, and then it's like you really have to go where the money is. Oh, but After a while. Okay, but Elizabeth, is, is that is that true in a day and age where like literally you can put a song on the internet today, mm-hmm. tomorrow by some mistake, yeah. it goes viral. Yeah. They start booking for shows that same weekend. Yeah, but then they what happens after? Views. What happens after the shows? 
Well, if, if you're you don't wise have the mindset, and you can invest, if you, you don't have the mindset and it's not really something that you want to do, you can only keep up that fluff for a while. It's a few people that have the mindset. Like, Lona's ex has had the mindset. Because he could easily have been yeah. one of those. I need an example of a Nigerian artist whose song went viral. That's the thing. We're still too fresh in this mm. industry. Like, even all this virality overnight star thing just started happening very, in fresh, very few yeah, years very ago. So I can't even give an example of who's a Nigerian. Because in America, there's like, it's like water. Mm-hmm. They'll just drop song. The person just go viral. Bah, somebody that went viral on TikTok has deal with Interscope. Yeah. Has deal with RCA. And I'm like, bro, how? So I don't even know if there's a Nigerian example of this. Where but Also, I think all of that's still quite recent from like TikTok and stuff. It's re- it so is. So we, we need to give it a few years to see like, these Success new stories or like case yeah, studies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, guys, I don't know if this is an, if this is a if this is a tricky question. Three artists whose songs are bigger than they are. Take out CK and Love One TT because you just spoke about that, and they're actually mm. actively trying to work to catch him up to the height of that song. No, don't hold back. There's Three artists a, with songs bigger than they are. I would love it to be relatable to our target demographic. No, no, no. Uh-uh. no, no. There's the guy that did the, the Zazu guy. I think his song was viral than he was. Or actually, he's trying to catch up. Who agrees? He always agree. has like controversy every week. I agree. Yeah. Portable and Zazu. Yeah. Zazu's um, bigger than him. And then there's this other guy, the one with the Dorime song, the Amino. Um, guy Menor. Guy yes. Or something. And now he has a remix with David Guetta coming out. Yo, that's dope. Oh, is that Nectunes? Yeah, no, I don't know his name actually. No, next, um, the Go- Goya, is it next or something? that produced it? They have a remix with David Guetta you know coming. You want to Kosi. You want to Bamba? You want to chill with the big voice? Know the his name is yeah, Gaio Menor. That's the, that's Menor. the point. No one really knows him. <laughs> but oh, I'm so scary. happy for him. That's dope. No, but it, okay, it's do- it's because how do you don't you think that's dope? It's do- it's dope for the song. Is it dope for him? No, well, he needs, to, for he needs to be able to leverage off of it. I don't know what so that guy looks like. I hope he like. has a good team. So I hope he can put one together. So now I don't know what the guy looks like. Yeah. And that's, you know what, that's where artist development comes in. Like you, like fine, some artists are like, oh my God, yeah, you're the full package. But yeah. you do have to develop artists. Like you have to get to a place where you like help that artist really become who they need to be. But they're not doing that that much anymore. Some so people are. I mean, shout out to Maven. Yes, they're shout doing it really Maven. well. They're doing it really well. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't finished it quite. Okay. Uh, I may know. Uh-huh. There's a, Sorry, I give you, you have to give me three more names. Is this I don't know his free? name, but um, <laughs> he sang this song about Ali. And Ali go to school. Oh, I've heard of that yeah. song. What song? I've actually that? heard that song. But I don't I know, know the guy. Is it a new song or an old song? And it's like I, I just, Ali, Ali Sheyahu like or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's, okay, okay. I, well, I guess he's bigger than the song. He's bigger than the artist. Um, this other song on TikTok. Um, so it blew, it blew up on TikTok. I just heard like like three people playing it that same week, and I was like, "What? Well, wow, <laughs> wow." Is are those don't rush guys? Is that is that a good example? Oh the no, they, they were really big before in big. the UK. Oh, yeah. are they so big now? Ish, yes. You don't think that song grew bigger than them? It did grow bigger than them, but and do you think they internationally in the UK everyone knew who they were? But internationally, like it definitely helped them. I don't know if they capitalized off there of it. There was something, one small drum. I feel like I heard around that song and those 
those guys. What drama? It's about that song. I don't know. Like maybe they weren't receiving royalties mm. from How Bad It Was Street or something like that. I don't remember. Mm. Let me not. Let me not say the wrong thing. Mm. Okay, so fine. They don't count. Three more examples before I move on to the next one. Um, we got this song. So this one is on Nigeria, but it's uh, I think it's Jamaican. Fuck your stunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. don't know, oh, I don't know any music. Why I don't actually why do you know, know this song? Like, I, I know that song. I sister. So TikTok oh. is everywhere. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That was a big song. Okay, which other song? We have two more. I think hmm. I have one. <laughs> oh, so I don't know. Um, Excuse me. I'm actually not sure who else. No, I don't have any more. There's a few, I'm sure. There's a, there's a, there's a lot. Um, who sang? Uh, I have one, but sang? it's not it's not an artist. It's a freaking DJ, a producer. Do you know that there was this one? We here, um, we in Lagos, December 2019. Mm-hmm. There was this one beat. They will always be in the club. Oh, yeah, I know that one. The guy? Was it YK? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen what that guy looks like. I've never seen what he looks like. Is he an artist or a producer? Or a DJ? Is he, but see, you people don't even know which one it is. Is he, is he DJ or producer? Which DJ one is producer, he more? He's both. That song blew, and I think they it were not trying to chase behind the song. To yeah. Like, oh, I'm the guy that did it. I'm the yeah, guy I that did it. Yeah, I think there was a bit of drama. Someone else said, it was their song or something like that. There was something going on. When is on. unclaimed territory now? Like, when nobody knows where it came from. You just be in the club here and everybody started doing legwork. And it's like, bro, who made this? It's not a song. It it's not big. like there's lyrics yeah, or writing. it was really big. Damn. One more that we can switch. I want y'all brace to work. Come on. You want Justin S. Presents? <laughs> give me a sec. Give me a sec. Uh... David said, I'm already inside Girls Love Money. I think... I'm... I think I'm she's, she's a, like she's she very her. visual like you know like, I think everyone yeah. knows Amaria knows yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I think she embodied the song quite well oh yeah I'll, I'll ask you people off the pot just so that we don't we don't waste time yeah. you give me that last name Elizabeth without further ado how many last that, one that last fight in front of you babes oftentimes artists are asked what they look for in a manager but I think it's important to know what managers look for in a client Ooh. I don't know why you go ahead with these questions, <laughs> but you deserve a little raise. You deserve. Right, just send me your account. Just send me your account. I'll send you a little something. Ooh, I think um, honesty. Like, if you're going into business with someone, and this is not just artist manager, but you need your business because you're partners. You need your business partner to be honest with you. Right. If there's anything you're not comfortable with, anything you don't like, or any businesses that's happening, you need everyone to be able to share. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be doing side deals. No. <laughs> don't be doing that. Nigeria then, is the headquarter. Of, right, let me go and do side side deal, not tell my manager. Let me just carry this. I'm lucky. I, I don't have those sort of clients. I love all of my clients because they they always tell me like even if they have a conversation with someone else, I was like, yo, I want to manage you. They come and tell me, which is good. I don't know why, but all right. So people yeah. with integrity, yes, is one thing. Um, and then just be disciplined. Like you know, if you have deliverables your manager and everyone else, including the clients is waiting on you to deliver what you need to deliver. So just do what you need to do. Like it's easy. It's nice for you to take the money, but doing the work becomes a task. So you don't, so you, you're not chasing your clients to like, where, 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 where's the data? 
Where so am I? Where some, am I stem? There's, there's times when you need to push clients a bit more, where like you need to encourage them or you need to support them to do what they need to do. But you can tell when someone just doesn't want to do it. So that's a question. Mm-hmm. What, how is your relationship with your parents? I don't know if that's a deep question. Oh, it's, it's all right. Okay. I think I have a good relationship with my mom and my dad, okay. but it's taken a bit of work okay. to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not just anything. It's just that in a Nigerian household, typical Nigerian household, there's always kind of like this hesitation to express emotions. Right, right, right. Um, but I think also I'm a bit of an emotional person, even though I don't come across as that, mm-hmm. but I'm a bit of an emotional person. So I feel like I've had to like get myself to a place where I'm able to share my emotions with mm-hmm. my parents. Um, so I think we're in a good place where they respect me. They've always done like, they've always thought I would you know, do, well. do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was smart enough to choose for myself. Okay. So I was lucky to have that. But what I didn't have as much was maybe the support. Right. Because they thought I was fine. Right. So it was just like, oh, you're fine. You can get on with it. What do you want to do? Great. Just do it. Right. Um, whereas now, like my mom's going to, my mom messages me. She's like, how's work? Right. How are you? Or my right. dad would be like, the other day, my dad said to me, don't tell anybody your secrets. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is so random. But for him, it's his way of kind of like being Opening a bit up. protective yeah. and being like, just keep to yourself mm-hmm. and be careful. Mm-hmm. You're going to Nigeria. My dad always goes on and on. Be careful. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. anybody where you're going. Where you're going. Yeah. Don't tell them your flight itinerary. Yes. Don't, yes. don't, don't, don't make sure you might know who's food you're eating Exactly. In exactly. So um, it took, it took a while, but mm-hmm. now I feel like I'm in a good place with okay. them. The reason why I asked, and thank you for such a beautiful answer mm-hmm. and being, um, open enough to answer that the reason why i asked that is because i'm a very big believer that how we are as adults um a large part of how we are as adults now Mm -hmm. was formed and um was influenced by how our relationship with our parents are right and from my understanding just just speaking with you this very brief you know time you are very understanding Mm-hmm. And you're very like some, some of the some of the things you've said is like yeah. you cannot find people that have that type of thinking. Yeah. And if more um, individuals had this type of thinking, we'd be able to really elevate each other more. Like for you to yeah. say one, have a custom approach to each of your to each of your clients. Some mm-hmm. people would take a blanket approach and try to manage all their the clients same the way. same without understanding not taking into consideration their personalities yeah. their upbringings their triggers their fears yeah. their the things that you know make them act the way that they act yeah. and it seems like you can do it I don't want to say seamlessly because I'm pretty sure you have to teach yourself oh, and yeah. work your way up to this yeah. level yeah. but it's commendable how oh, you're just speaking thanks. about this thanks because oh. it's, it's, it's See, I'm not trying to shade Lagos. I'm, I'm not trying to shade y'all in this country, okay? But there's a lot of people that are just not understanding. Yeah. Or either it's either they're pushovers or mm-hmm. the or they're the extreme where it's like they're they're beating you like this. It's like, bro, yeah. if you can just understand how I am, mm-hmm. then you can find a customized approach that would work for me and yeah. will allow me to be as productive as you need me to be, so I yeah. can present what I need to present to you. I remember the last thing I worked with on the music project. I told them before I even agreed to work with you, you must take personality tests. Oh, please what? Let me know your personality. I don't really? want the person that will is come. Is it that and deep? Yes. Wow. Is that deep? Is wow. that deep? I don't. Wow. Is that deep? I don't want somebody. Like not even saying like taking it in terms of let's determine we're compatible. That if they were in, yeah. if they were not compatible, I would I would have said yeah. no. But it allowed me to understand how they think. Yeah. Are they more intuitive or more thinking people? Yeah. Um. 
how they deal in social situations, how yeah. they deal in collaborative situations. Yeah. Because it allowed me to say, if I saw something that maybe in the past would have triggered me, I'd be like, okay, based oh, you on understand. how they answered this question yeah. or whatever, I now understand this. So instead of me to close up or mm-hmm. lock up, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I see where this person's coming yeah. from. Yeah. And then it allows me, it's like a motivating force to like push through yeah. it or just like not allow my brain to just automatically the worst. Yes, yes. So I, I told them they got to take a <laughs> And I pro- if I'm going to manage anybody again, you they have take to take a Oh, damn. Wow. I will eat, see, I'm the type of person, if I have my way, I'll make my friends take personality test, love language. I want to oh, know. Wow. You see, people don't want to be open. Maybe when you take an exam and you don't you, lie. Everything will be the out science the open. will show me that this It'll person tends to be like this. This person to tends to be honest, like that. To be honest, I think it probably came from having to leave Nigeria at 12 mm-hmm. and move to the UK and right. just realizing that I had to understand myself. So I think it came from just having that kind of, I didn't want to say I was secluded, but mm-hmm. I really was. Like I went to this country that I knew nothing about. Right. I had never traveled outside of Nigeria. It was my first time ever. And just having to like grow into myself and spend more time with myself and understand who I am right. and what makes me happy or makes me sad and just kind of, yeah, figure out myself. Mm-hmm. It came from there. And then me just realizing like everyone, we all have this internal process that we go through yes. and just being more like lenient on other people and facts, trying to understand facts, who they facts, are and what, what some of their experiences have been and how it makes them who they are. And it makes them who they are. It like really sometimes does. you look at someone from the external and you're like, why is this person acting like this? And my first, now I've taught myself like pause and mm-hmm. just think like before you met this person, this person had a whole life before you. Yeah. They had things that happened to them, things yeah. that make them, you know, happy sad yes, this, yes that. exactly and take that into consideration to understand that everyone is different yeah and everyone yeah. deserves a you know a level of grace yeah so i try my best my patience is, is getting thin though elizabeth my grace is coming down <laughs> but it's still there it's you still figure there. it out we go we go around now we go you around figure now. it out so let me pick up, do i have time for the last fan we can yeah okay. this is the last one all right mm, the last fan is gonna be. <laughs> say your client uh. is involved in a scandal uh, <laughs> how would you go about managing the situation and protecting their brand? Well, we definitely had to do this question. Oh, this is this is this is tough. Is this um, even your job? I thought it would be the job of a crisis manager. Yeah, but the crisis manager relies on the manager. Okay, and to, then we also live in a you in know a, in a, we are also in an industry that we don't not that, every we don't, that, that doesn't exist. Managers. Yeah, okay. it doesn't exist. Right, so the, it falls on the manager's head most okay. of the time. Okay. Um. First of all, you need to have a conversation with your clients. Facts. What's the deal with this situation? Because I'm not going to go out there fighting for someone that's also lying to me mm-hmm. or isn't mm-hmm. telling me the truth. So you need to get down to the cuckoo. Like, what's the deal with this situation? Second of all, you need to just assess like what the public response has been and just decide if it's worth you adding more foil to the fire. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to just leave things and not address it. And then sometimes it's like, if it's really detrimental and you know that you're in the right, then go for it. Like if you need to pursue someone legally, go Mm. for it. If you need to give people cease and desist and stop them from talking about you, go for it. I know it doesn't exist in Nigeria. So, but I haven't really had um, a client where I've been directly involved in a situation. No, I haven't. Anytime anything has happened, well, the only time something massive has happened that I've had to maybe be around, I wasn't really around. I was exiting at the time. Okay. So I haven't really had to deal with a massive, like, 
yo, this thing could crumble. It could crash the brand. Right. I haven't really had to deal with it. There's been like small ones like Twitter conversations and whatnot. Sometimes it's just best to leave them right. on Twitter. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a fair answer. Yeah. Um do you have a rule? Do you have like a list of like absolute no nos? Like if a if a client comes to you and um Okay, let me not say Do you have a rule of if this person acts like this or does mm-hmm. this or has I'm absolutely not managing the person? Ooh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Why? Well, is it, is, is it going to Only because once I give it away, then, it, you know, yeah, you know then people will figure it out. Damn it. But I do. I do. Absolutely. And some people are like, oh, it's not that deep. And I'm like, it's that deep for me because I can only work with people that are. I don't want to say a representation of me, but people uh-huh. that I can boldly represent. Are you sure you can't say the rule? I like can't. me, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to ma- manage a man that's like a male art, um, an artist that is a man that is extremely promiscuous. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't deal with like, that. I get it. Yeah, I can't. I'm talking about extremely well, you know promiscuous. That you, just, just, like, you know, it's not just men. So very true. it's it's very both true. ways. Very true. I I don't do you know with things you like for, that. Thank you for yeah. tell, thank you for um <laughs> stopping me on that. But yeah. my rationale is that the same way you said, like a representative, you want someone that mm-hmm. is a reflection of you. you. Want to be proud to say, like, yeah, I managed. Yeah, person, right. Yeah, I don't want no thing. I'm like. I don't know baby mother drama. I don't know, I don't know how it was sorted Ooh. out. I don't know how it was sorted out. Ooh. No offense because <laughs> my sister has her face upside some down. Some of the most ta- <laughs> Look at this fine baby just laughing in the corner. I won't cast you. But like me personally, yo, keyword though, me personally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know how I'm going to man, I don't know how we'll navigate that. Me personally. I think in general like personal life drama yes needs to be kept out of your brand as much as possible because it's, yeah but what happens when what happens when that what happens when that personal life is so juicy and it can just it screams PR and it screams sales and it screams profit and it yeah screams but there's always consequences because once you true. expose a certain part of your personal life you now can't be like oh don't talk about it Facts. it becomes Facts. your brand anything you reveal to people becomes your brand so if you don't want people to know why are you laughing I thought about the Smiths Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be hard for them to shake that off, so. But yeah, I, I don't like to deal with people's personal life drama if it's in the so public. If you, so, if, so if an artist, if sorry, if a talent came to you, before they came to you, mm-hmm. their personal life was very intertwined with their brand, you mm-hmm. wouldn't agree to manage them? No. Because it's, it's hard to draw the line. Where do you stop people from wanting to know so much about your personal life? That's where it becomes really scary, where people are now like stalking you or paying to get information about Fuck. you. It just gets like, and then they're looking for things to tie to you. And it affects everyone else on the team. It will affect your manager because then they're looking for things to say about 100%. your manager. 100%. You know? 100%. But yeah, I, I'm not going to say what my no no's are because it'll be very no, obvious valid. to that's those valid. people. That's valid. That's valid. That's, <laughs> oh, like these people have asked the manager them and you told them no. Yeah. Damn. Okay, we won't cast you on the pod, <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna ask her off. Um, and and we have we have come to an end. Are we doing word association? Song of the week. Song of the week. Okay. What my song of the week? Yeah. So this this is how we do. We and we I don't debrief guests before it because I put okay. you on the spot spot. Okay. You. What if I even do song of the week? Do your talent interview as well as you? 
Oh, do I interview really you, well? You interview like... Oh, okay. Kiss. Wow, thank you. Like you I, are, you I actually usually don't talk. And a lot you're of people, lying. a lot of people have never heard me talk. You're lying. No, I actually usually don't talk. Unless it's about money or business. Let me marry you. But do your t- so do your talents interview well? I think everyone does, right? Everyone, yeah. I think every single one of them. This one does has a very face that just hides it with <laughs> her nice smile. She won't say anything. I think every single one of my talents. Did you have to train any of them? No. I mean, Stephanie, for example, Stephanie Coca has a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. She speaks very well. Like, she can just, from nowhere, just, Facts. you know, she'll find something to say. Um, but I think everyone else does. I don't think I've had to, like, as long as you can project and express yourself, you just settle into just being able to answer questions. Yeah. Okay. Also, I think all of my talent have one thing in common, which is their voice. Like, they have nice they voices. Have, no, they have. They speak like okay. oh, their talent has something to do with them, them projecting or passing a message. Look at that! <laughs> are you are you are you open to finding new talent this year? I don't think so. Damn, <laughs> I was maybe gonna I shoot my shots. <laughs> I was gonna shoot my shots. Um, you didn't mention the name of your company. Your oh, it's um brand and stitch. That like, is cute. Yeah. Brand and Stitch. Like a brand fixer, but also a brand plugger, like someone that connects. Okay, Olivia Pope. <laughs> baby. <laughs> what? What? Okay, so we do this thing on the podcast called Song of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're supposed to put our listenership onto a song that you're feeling mm. at the moment. Does it have to be a new song? But, no, it doesn't have to be a new song. Okay. My only request, the person can all be signed. They because can't be signed. I don't want copyright. It has to be an independent artist. Oh, perfect. Artist. Okay, cool. In the art. Put somebody on. Cool. Um, oh, I think she's signed. Sorry. Oh, see, if she's signed to a like a smaller, like independent mm-hmm. label, mm-hmm. fine. Because maybe those people are not wicked people that are going to do copyright strike, copyright strike. Yeah. You tear your channel down. What if I just go really old school and really off? Yeah, but if it's, I hope it's not like he's somebody not owns. Signed. No. You sure? Yeah, no. You sure he owns no. publishing all his rights? He has everything. Yeah. His masters. Yeah, yeah. I'm very sure. All right, talk to me. I don't even think anyone's gonna know the song, but okay. Okay. one of my favorite genres of music in my entire life is acapella. Do you know acapella really? music? You just surprised me. Literally, so you surprised one me. of my favorite artists is Aruna Shola. Okay, it was so the song. Sh- there's a song called Soyoyo. Soyoyo. Yeah. I'm sure he's not signed, so... David, did you hear her? (laughs) Soyoyo. Am I saying it right? Soyoyo. Soyoyo, like S-O-Y-O-Y-O. And the name of the artist again? Um, Haruno Ishala. And he's, you know, he's Yoruba, yeah. No, he's Akmala. Yeah, yeah. So he's not signed. I'm sure he's not signed. Are you sure? So not the father, the son. There's two of them. They have the same name. Okay. There's a senior so he's and there's a, a junior. junior. He's a junior. Yeah. Okay. 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 You, you. I'm Literally you my favorite genre of so music. So you're to see your house. I love percussion music. Whoa, Anything okay, that okay, is kind of okay. like. Facts. Facts. I love that. Yeah. Shigamu <laughs> Shoji to the death of you. Um, are you sure the word association? Let's do, let's do word association. How many rounds? Ooh. Let's do. Two rounds. Okay. Okay. So you, you know how to play because you said ooh. Kind of, yes. Just reiterate the rules for her so it will be a fair game. 
So I'm going to say a word mm-hmm. and you have to answer as quickly as possible with what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Is it song, related? The song that comes to mind. The song that comes a to mind. A song. Yeah. Ah, just, okay, let's, let's go. Okay, let's begin. All right. Africa. Two-Face African Queen. He's going to come and tell you that you said African, not Africa. Oh, oh please. Why? What? Because I hesitated. No, because you no, no, no. said African, African instead of Africa. So, sorry, well, I have multiple accents. What? She's good on accent. That's cute. Multiple. That's cute. I haven't heard that before. I speak here about it. Come on. Sorry. Okay. Fluently? Yeah. And I need to... Green. Green? Yeah. I see trees of green. Red oh. roses too. Oh wow! I see it too. Something. Wow! And I say well to myself, done. "What a wonderful world." Okay, that that was crazy. Come on, love. I just blanked. <laughs> hard bit, hard bit. Can't I talk about love. Just blanked. I literally, yeah, I can't talk about I love. Know. Sorry, not love. Right, you haven't won one. You haven't won in a while. I haven't won in a while. Yeah, I miss you. Wow. The last game who won. Yeah. That's okay. I will. I will. Can wow. I steal it? Permission yeah, to steal. You got the shrine. Um, my love don't cost okay, a well thing. Okay, well done. Well if done. Well done. If you want to keep me, yes, you know. If you want to say your cash, something, <laughs> something. Go ahead. Okay. Empire. Ooh. Come on, bro. Empire set in mind. Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the song is not, the word is not in the song. There's no it's empire in the song. song. It's not in the song. Yeah. yeah. I cast it myself. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Replay. I'm not going to know. Me. Re- oh, on the replay. <laughs> no, but wait. Rihanna. He helped you out. And you know what? Rihanna is like one of my favorite yeah, artists. artists. No, it'd be like that. It'd be like, like that. It'd be like that. How could I forget? All right. Because you're too busy focusing on your own artists that with their own right, music. Right, so exactly. It's fine. It's fine. Your, your head is full. Rihanna's not paying me. <laughs> Falake. Falake gave me love. Oh, that was so easy. Um, so easy. Anna. It's so easy, Abby. Oh, yeah, yeah. give her an easy word now. Let, let, give her oh, an easy word. Oh, God. <laughs> so easy, Abby. Let's go. Oh, the remaining words are kind of hard. Okay, no. I don't want the hard ones. <laughs> Okay, something easy. Finesse. Ah, uh, finesse. Thank you. I swear, if you get out, oh, no, that would have paid me. That, that would have so paid easy. me. That would have paid me. That would have paid me. Oh. Flower. Flora, my flower. There's a Davido song called mm-hmm. that. I don't know how to sing it though. Damn. I thought you were going to. I know that song. Okay, yeah. okay. trying to make, trying to disgrace me, but see, my God has, has prevailed. Are we still going? Yeah. Oh. One more okay. round. Wicked. There's a song. Uh, sorry, I I don't know. Can I steal? Oh, wicked, sexy. That's what I was gonna wicked. say. <laughs> sexy. I don't know. And then there's like, love is wicked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got it. She got it. She got it. Got it. I need longer to think. <laughs> uh this last one. Last one. Okay. Oh wow! Fruits. Mm. Fruits. Okay, let me, let me change it. Let no. me be specific. Um, <laughs> let me change it. Cassava. 
I know there's one stupid lyric, something about somebody's cassava. But I can't I'm think sure of it's right from now. it's techno. Yeah, I'm sure it's techno. <laughs> He's always going on and on about cassava. <laughs> what song was it? Um, I think it was Pana. Is it Pana? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, it's banana fall on you. Oh, it was banana. <laughs> all the fruits and vegetables. All the fruits and their vegetables. So we are come. We've come to an end. You've come to an end, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. You're you're freaking amazing. Aww. I will sing of your praises wherever I go. Aww. I've added to the list of when I hear her name, I'm I'm speaking highly of her in rooms that she's not Thank in. You. Thank this you. This has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I came you. out of my shell, I, I which is usually you. quite big for me. We tend to do that here. We tend, we, tend, we take pride in such. Round of applause. Round of applause. Baby, round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. You're awesome. We're going to let you get back to the bag. Um, and without further ado, we are out. Karina Ijakwata Kwata Pampo Lori Bolori Nje Olori Koko Kwadavam Doribwe Olori Jolori La Olori Bolori Nje Olori Koko Kwadavam Doribwe Oh, my God, what you